this is Brad Carlton from Notes on Call with 25 Blues Wicks You Should Know. Here's the fifth string open A for tuning. Most of these licks will be played at a slow shuffle tempo. Occasionally I'll play one at a faster tempo so you can get the idea what it would sound like that way. I suggest you take these licks and practice playing them in other areas of the fingerboard. On example one, I've fingered it with the second and third fingers because that way your first finger will be free to lie across the other strings to dampen them. Be sure to not bend the first string when you bend the second string on the end of this lick. Here's example one. On example two, I suggest you deaden the second string with the tip of your first finger. In other words, don't play right on the tip of your first finger, upright on the first string. Have it slightly angled. That way it dampens the second string after you've played that little A-sharp to B bend. I also suggest that you reinforce your fingerings when you're bending strings or applying vibrato to notes. The end of example two has that G, 12th fret, being vibrated, and your third finger would be playing the 12th fret. Place your second finger in the 11th fret of the third string and your first finger in the 10th fret of the third string. That way, all three fingers are rigidly holding the note down and your whole hand can twist from your elbow. Lock your wrist up when you apply this sort of vibrato. Example three, you'll be using a legato slide, hammer-on, and pull-off combination for the first four notes. Be sure and get the tone even on these. When you bend the E, ninth fret of the third string, up to the F sharp, be sure and reinforce your third finger with your second finger. You may also choose to dampen the lower strings by barring your index finger. You be the judge of whether you want to do that or not. Finish this riff off with a wide vibrato on the ending note, that D natural. Example 4, when you move from the E 5th fret of the 2nd string to the C 5th fret of the 3rd string, you'll actually use a roll. When you play that E note, you will not be on the tip of your finger. You'll be flattened out a bit so you can move smoothly over to the C natural and there won't be any gap in your sound there. When you apply the vibrato to that D which is bent to an E, 7th fret of the 3rd string up to the 9th fret of the 3rd string, be sure to not go over the E pitch. Think of a bent string vibrato as a controlled bend and release but you're always bending back up to the pitch that you are aiming toward. Again, I suggest using your index finger to dampen the fourth and possibly fifth strings when you're executing this bend. Then there's a very quick grace note release of the E back down to the D. Then you pull off to the C, and you finish off at the end of the riff with that reinforced fingering for the A vibrato. On example five, be sure to reinforce your third finger on the second string seventh fret with your second finger directly behind it in the sixth fret. And your first finger is going to dampen to keep the noise down on those lower strings. You'll execute little quarter step smears on those first two eighth notes. 
Then your first finger is going to bar over the first and second strings in the fifth fret. The rest of the riff is pretty straightforward. You have that really strong legato slide from the G to the A, eighth fret of the second string to the tenth fret, and then you apply a stinging vibrato to it. When you play that slide that I just spoke about, be sure to just slide with your third finger. Your second and your first fingers will hover above the string. Then when you approach your destination, which is the tenth fret of the second string, the other two fingers come down for the reinforced fingering for the vibrato on that A note. Example 6 begins with a whole step bend on the first string, 10th fret bent up to the 12th fret pitch. This could be pretty tight, depending upon the strings you're using, your action, and whether or not your hand's strong enough to handle that sort of bend. Be sure to reinforce your fingering, meaning you'll bend with your third finger and your second finger will be right behind it on the first string. If you have noise problems, then you'll want to use your first finger to partially bar over the second and third strings and to tuck them underneath your second and third fingers. This keeps the noise down, but you're losing another finger that could give you strength, so you may choose to bend with all three fingers. But to keep the noise down then, you'll have to dampen with your right hand with the pick. Immediately after you strike the first string, swing back, place the pick in an upstroke position against the second string, bend your thumb slightly, and then the side of your thumb will dampen all of those lower strings. After you've bent that D up to the E, you'll strike it again, release it down a half step to E flat, and then you'll have to stop that string from ringing by placing the pick against it in a downstroke position. You again release the string, but silently, down a half step to the D. Strike that, pull off to the C, index finger on the 8th fret of the 1st string, apply a quarter step bend to that, then you'll strike the A, 10th fret of the 2nd string with your 3rd finger. Then place your 1st and 2nd fingers on the 2nd string behind your 3rd finger to reinforce it for the vibrato. Example 7 poses a little bit of a problem on the initial bend. You'll be using your second finger to bend the A up to the B, and your first finger is going to reinforce that second finger. You won't have a free finger to dampen with for those lower strings, so you'll need to incline your fingers of your left hand a little bit. Hopefully you won't gain noise that way, and you'll also need to dampen as best you can with your right hand by lying against the bass strings of your guitar. For the ending E of this riff, use right hand dampening techniques to keep noise down from the other strings. I talked about this earlier. You'll place the pick in an upstroke position against the second string, bend your thumb slightly, and then dampen all the lower strings. Example 8 has a minor third bend. That's a three fret bend, so you got to grab tight and squeeze real hard. For the ending pull-off of G to E, slightly collapse the last joint on your index finger, and that way you'll dampen the first string. In example 9, you should not hear the release of the B back to the A. You're bending the 17th fret up to the 19th fret, then you're going to place the pick against the string. That way you can release it silently and bend back up for the second note. Use a downstroke on that G grace note, 
15th fret of the first string, and then an upstroke on the 17th fret E of the second string. Then apply a real strong vibrato to it. Example 10 will involve some first finger rolling from the D 10th fret of the first string to the A 10th fret of the second string. On example 11, it will be very important to dampen the other strings as you're playing the ascending line with that pedal tone A, 14th fret of the third string. Your index finger will start off in a flattened position where you're deadening the first and the third strings as you're sounding the second string. Then don't lift your fingers up very high and make sure you're keeping everything real clean. This lick will involve hybrid picking, which means the pick will be playing all of the A's that occur on the 14th fret of the third string and also that last G to A bend on the first string, and all the other notes are going to be played with the middle finger of your right hand. On example 12, don't pick up your fingers as you ascend from the F sharp up through the A on the fourth string. That means that when you play that A with your fourth finger, your first, second, and third fingers will still be down from when you played the previous notes. Then your first finger reaches back and does another legato slide from F to F sharp. You then reach back with your third finger and play the D, fifth fret of the fifth string. This is called a squeeze shift. You're squeezing your fingers together to shift positions. You play the D, the C, and the D with your third, first, and third fingers. And then your fourth finger does the legato slide on the third string from the C to the D, and you end with your first finger. Keep your fingers close to the strings and dampen as you play this lick. Example 13, your third finger will be a guide finger on the third string throughout the majority of the first measure. A guide finger would mean it does not come up off that string. And at the end of that first measure, notice there's a legato slide from the ninth to the seventh frets on the third string with your third finger, and then you pull off to the fifth fret C. Make sure these are all even in tone and in rhythm. Example 14 begins with a half-step bend in the 14th fret of the third string. You're bending the A to the B flat. This is the fourth bent to the sharp fourth or flat fifth in the key of E. You don't want to overbend here because there's a certain sound that's created with this flat five. Then you have a release of that B flat back to the A and you apply a vibrato to it. You use a first finger roll to roll from the G, 12th fret of the third string, over to the D, 12th fret of the fourth string and then you'll have a trill between the D and the E on the fourth string. When you're executing that trill, you'll want to deaden the third string with your index finger. 
incline it slightly so that way you don't gain noise from that string. Example 15, your first finger will stay in a barred position over the first and second strings, and the tip of your index finger will deaden the third string. Reinforce your third finger for all of those bends by placing your second finger directly behind it. The next three examples involve a little different twist. They start off with a pre-bend, then a release, and then they pull off to a note that's lower in the scale. Now typical riffs would pull off to the next lowest note in the blues scale, minor or major pentatonic, or whatever mode you're in. But here, you're pulling off to a note that's a little farther down in the scale. These next three riffs also start with a fourth finger bend in that pre-bend position. And when you're bending with your fourth finger, you'll reinforce it with your third and your second, and then your first finger will keep the noise down by dampening with a little small bar for the lower strings. Here's example 16. Here's example 17, the same idea but applied to some other notes in the blues composite scale. Example 18 continues this approach, and it's played on the first string. Now, if it's too tight for you on the first string, simply add five frets to the numbers in the tablature, and that'll place you in the appropriate positions on the second string for the same notes. Example 19 begins with the F-sharp, 16th fret of the fourth string, played with your second finger. And then your first finger plays the A, 14th fret of the third string. You hammer on with your third finger onto the C, 17th fret of the third string. Then you have to put the pick against the string, bend up to the D, which will be 19th fret, very quickly release it to the 17th fret, and then slowly bend it back up to the C sharp, which will be the 18th fret pitch. Place the pick against the string so you won't hear release. Then play the A, 14th fret of the third string, staccato. That means you put the pick back against the string immediately after you play it, so it cuts the note short. Play the C again, bend up evenly to the C sharp, stop the string so you don't hear the release, play the A staccato again, and then end with an A with a vibrato of the index finger of the left hand. Example 20 begins with a pre-bend and a release, and then a pull-off to the F, 10th fret of the third string. Then you bend the G to the A, play it staccato by putting the pick back against the string, bend the G to the A again, apply a vibrato. Then you have a very quick release of that A back to the G. Then use your index finger to play the F quarter-step smear, 10th fret of the third string. 
Bend the string toward the second string. You don't want to hear a release after this quarter step bend, and you dampen the third string with the side of your third finger as you come in to play the D, the next note. Your third finger will be angled slightly. Then you play a G, tenth fret of the fifth string, hammer on your third finger for the A, use your first finger for the C, tenth fret of the fourth string, flatten your finger to roll over to the F, tenth fret of the third string, and in this flattened posture, execute another quarter step bend. Finish the riff off with a reinforced fingering for the D vibrato. Example 21 involves just arpeggiating a C7th chord for the first portion of it. Have your 2nd, 3rd, 1st, and 4th fingers already in place holding the C7th chord fingering. Use sweep picking, which will be a downstroke over all four strings, and after you've executed that, you'll want to release your 2nd and your 1st fingers. Those notes won't continue to ring. What you're left with will be the 8th fret of the 4th and 2nd strings ringing. Slide those two notes up a whole step, then use your index finger to play the 8th fret of the 1st string, and play that with the ring finger of your right hand. Move that formation down a whole step and play it with hybrid picking. Example 22 is pretty straightforward. The only trick thing is the upstroke sweep of the 8th fret of the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd strings. Your fingers flattened on that and then you execute that quarter-step smear with the flattened finger. Example 23 is a repetitious lick that really sounds well when played at a fast tempo. Deaden the third string with the tip of your index finger as you're barring the first and second strings in the eighth fret. Reinforce your third finger for the bend on the third string by using your second finger directly behind it. Example 24 is one of the trickier licks in this collection, so I'll explain it in detail. Begin with placing your first finger in the fifth fret of the first string for the high A. Your fourth finger will be on the F sharp seventh fret of the second string. Your third finger will be on the D seventh fret of the third string. Have your second finger behind your third finger in the sixth fret of the third string. You're going to use hybrid picking with your right hand, and you'll have to bend the third string up a whole step and the second string up a half step. Practice this to make sure you're bending to the right pitches. Come back in with your right hand pick and fingers so you don't hear a release, and relax the strings, the second and third strings that is, and play the D chord, spelled D F sharp A. This D chord is played staccato, so that means you come back in with the pick and the fingers. This allows you to move your hand down two frets, bar your fourth finger over the fifth fret of the first and second strings, your third finger will play the C, fifth fret of the third string. Your second finger is going to be reinforcing your third finger in the fourth fret of the third string. 
and use your first finger to dampen the lower strings. Pluck those three strings and bend up the C to the C sharp in an even manner. Reach back with your first finger and play the second fret of the third string. And then here's the tricky part. Use your first finger to play the third fret of the first string for the G. Your fourth finger will play the fifth fret of the second string for the E. Your third finger is going to play the G, fifth fret of the fourth string. You'll have your second finger down behind your third finger to reinforce for this bend. You don't want to move the first or second strings, but you're going to bend the fourth string up a whole step. If you have a noise problem on that initial bend where you're bending the third and the second strings up, just bend with your third and your fourth fingers and use your second finger in a little flattened bar posture to dampen the fourth and fifth strings. Remember you'll be using hybrid picking throughout this example. The pick, the middle finger, and the ring finger. Example 25 is another tricky lick, so let me talk you through it. Begin by placing your fingers in the following formation. First finger, 7th fret of the 3rd string. Second finger, 8th fret of the 3rd string. Fourth finger, 9th fret of the 3rd string. And then have your 3rd finger in the 9th fret of the 4th string. Holding this formation, pre-bend the 3rd string up a half step. You'll be bending the 4th string when you do this, but you're not going to play that note yet. Strike that third string, which is pre-bent to an F, release it a half step, and after you've released it, pick up your second finger. Then pull your fourth finger off to your index finger, seventh fret of the third string. Place your second and your fourth fingers back down, pick the E, ninth fret of the third string, and bend it up to an F sharp. This time it'll be a two fret bend. After you've done this, you will have bent the fourth string. You will capture a C note on the fourth string if you do this just right, and you'll end up with the notes C and F sharp, that's fourth string and third string respectively, and that's called the tritone. That's the flatted seventh and the third of the D seventh chord. Finally, apply a vibrato while you're holding these two strings bent. Well, I hope you've enjoyed these 25 licks that I came up with for you. And until next time, this is Brad Carlton from Notes on Call.